Hi, welcome to Three Dog. You're listening to a flow class taped live in our studio. When you're ready, grab a mat and let's get started. Hello, friends at home. It's good to see you. Oh, it's a good day to be on the back porch. Nice idea. Very cool. All right. You have joined us in Shavasana. You are not late. We are just starting at the, we're starting at the end. We're starting at the end. We'll get to the beginning. Might as well get to the place we want to be right now. Take a few moments to land, to be in your space, to feel the floor underneath you and the air on your skin, real sensory experiences that are here now. Then you'll bring your attention to your breath. And the rhythm of breath moving in and out. Another true thing happening right now. As you're tuning into the rhythm of your breath, Feel your body move more deeply into the floor, both as you inhale and fill your lungs and you spread out the ribcage, you'll feel the ribcage imprint into your mat. And then as you exhale, there's just a really nice release of, of your body, of muscle and bone to the ground. Just a relaxation, letting go. few moments to be in the interplay between the expansiveness of your inhale and that release of the exhale. It's deeply grounding. Two more rounds of breath. Just that. With your next inhale, start to wiggle your fingers and your toes. Just find the edges of you and spread wide through your hands and feet. We're going to take the arms back behind and just reach long. So toes toward the front wall, fingers to the back wall. And just elongate. You can lace your fingers and press your knuckles toward the back wall. Extend both sides of your body. And then as we exhale, we're going to draw knees in toward the chest, releasing through low back and hips. And just have a few moments if you want to rock side to side, if you want to create some small circles of the hips on the mat or big circles of the hips. Take your time. Feel your breath move and see if you can 
match up the rhythm of the hip circles or sways to that rhythm of your breath. It's non-specific, matching up of breath and body, getting the mind involved in orchestration of the practice. You got body, breath, and mind all working together. A, you're doing really well at this whole presence thing. B, this this is yoga. Body, breath, mind, all in the same place. All engaged fully in what you're doing right now. From here, come on back to center. Take a moment to be still. To feel the echoes of that rhythm. And then soles of the feet to the mat. You're going to walk your feet wide. Go to the edges of the mat. Feel uh, your feet right at the edge so that part of your foot's on the floor, part of your foot's on the mat. You got textural difference there. And then knee side to side in windshield wiper twist. So you're just real nice, steady rhythm again. Match up how you're breathing to how you're moving. Non-specific on how that works out, just that the two things are happening and just a, a synchronicity here. Just training our body and mind to work together, to be in harmony, and most importantly, to be here now. And next time you come back to center, just pause, land, be still, feel what's going on. Let your feet walk back into about hip distance apart. Pick up the feet and uh, have tabletop position. So shins are parallel to the floor, as if you could throw a tabletop across them and have a little tea party. If anybody does that, I I haven't experienced it yet, but there's still time. From here, we'll take belly twisting pose, knee side to side. So really similar to the windshield wipers, you could always go back to those if this is not right for you. Here, a little more intentional with core body work. So the work of abdominals, obliques, low back muscles. And then again, an intentional breathing pattern with what you're doing. That you're setting a tone, setting a rhythm that suits you, right? Doesn't need to be any particular pacing, just that it's creating harmony in your body. One more round through. Next time we're back at center, we're going to extend the legs straight up in the air. and uh, Flex your feet, fan your toes. 
And you can imagine you're balancing something on your feet, something really light, like a pizza box. Like you're just balancing it. And uh, press the soles of your feet upward, like you're trying to lift that box. Squeeze your legs tightly. Take the arms up as well. Parallel the arms and legs. And uh, this, as in and of itself, is going to have some effect on your core body. You're going to start to feel the stabilizer muscles. This could be enough. Or you're going to extend your right arm back behind you, your left leg forward. We have reclined bird dog here. And then back up to all fours, parallel. We'll go to the other side. Left arm goes back, right arm goes forward. And then we'll come back, all four parallel. Really good. Breathe in, extend right arm and left leg. Breathe out, everything back up. Then left arm and right leg. Breathe out, everything back up, parallel. One more round through. Breathe in, breathe out, and then knees to chest. Have a breath in. Open your mouth, let it go. Uh, a lot of work for brain and body. Good stuff there. I'm going to take soles of the feet to the floor and a flowing bridge pose. So inhale, you're lifting your hips, your low back, as many ribs as you can off the floor. And then slowly lowering down. Resist gravity on the way down by pressing your feet into the floor. We'll go again, inhaling up. Get to the top. Know that you're at the top of the breath, then a slow release of breath and of the spine. You could land your hips. You could also hover them if you want a little more work. We'll go for three more rounds. Breathe in. And slow breath out. Breathe in. One. When you exhale, you're slowly setting yourself down and we'll pause here, constructive rest pose. Just let your knees come together, your hands to your center line and your body be still and feel the effect of what just happened. And inhale, you take your arms up towards the ceiling again, fan your hands out, Wrap the right arm underneath the left. Big hug of the arms around the body. And then just going to rock the rib cage side to side. So with this, uh, this is like really one of those awkward hugs where someone grabs you and then just rocks you side to side. Uh, but mostly we're looking for some shoulder and spinal mobility. If you like to awkward hug people, you can tell them that's what you're doing for them. You're giving them shoulder and spinal mobility. On your next inhale, come on back to center. We're going to open the arms wide out to the side. Pause there. Adjust to be sure that your low back and your neck feel fine here. 
could be that you need to adjust the head just to uh, be comfortable in your neck. Then we're going to go with the other arm on top, so left arm underneath, cross the arms, and this little side-to-side -side action of the rib cage. And one thing you can do here, let your hips be heavy, and then imagine you're kind of lengthening your spine away from your hips. So the hips are the grounding point, and then this side-to-side -side action, see if you can get some more length. You might uh, slide your head back, slide the rib cage back a little more. Then next inhale again, and come back to center, unwind the arms, extend them out. Take a moment, just imagine your hands are very heavy, like you're holding uh, like sandbags in the hands. Hovering the arms above the floor, breath in. Breath out, reach through your middle fingertips toward the sidewall, and then let the arms Release down into the floor. Muscle, release the bone. You know, let your head just gently turn side to side here. So be sure your neck's in good alignment. For you, that means that your neck is stress-free. Head side to side. If you prefer to put a block underneath your head, you're welcome to do that here. Let it, your head find a comfortable spot to rest. And then pause at center. Breath in. Open your mouth, let it go, let your jaw soften. You can even stick your tongue out, nobody's watching. Face stretches out. And then you release the facial muscles. Lips gently closed, mouth stays relaxed. We're gonna bring knees to chest, curl nose up toward knees, rock up to seated. Take a moment at seated. And then chin to chest. Let your head again rock a little side to side, this time in just a half circle. And we go with half circles rather than the full circles we used to do back in the 80s. Uh, I'm glad we all made it through the 80s for a lot of reasons. <laughs> Neck circles were one of the <laughs> things that could have uh, kept us stuck there. Just gonna keep the head moving to the front and then to the side. Back at center, let your chin tuck in toward that notch in your collarbones. Squeeze your shoulder blades toward one another on your back. You might end up letting your hands slide back a bit to encourage the arm bones to move back. And then as if, uh, as if the wall behind you had a magnet and was drawing the back of your skull, let the head stack to the top of the spine, moving from the muscles that align the head. Good. Sit at center in your body. Let your shoulder blades soften down your back. Bring your arms to the side seams of you. So if the elbows are forward, imagine you have side seams. Yeah, or your shirt maybe has side seams. But the elbows come back in line with the sides of your body. Yeah. Our arms do so much to the front of our body, like holding our phone, driving, cooking, writing the great American novel, all happens to the front. Arms at sides may seem a little different, but it's our natural anatomical position. Take a moment to feel it. And then come to child's pose and just 
take yourself over onto your hands and knees, sit your hips back to heels, let your head rest. It's a good place in the, the next kind of phase of practice if you want to rest, right? Come back here anytime, knowing that rest is part of what we're here to do. All right, so this posture is often the starting posture for class. Also a place we go back to when our body or our mind need a moment. Rather than take a break, right? There's a thing, there is no break in a yoga practice. There's always time for rest. You could rest the whole 60 minutes and still be doing yoga. But we don't break, right? Certainly if you need water, if you need a towel at any point, give yourself what you need. But acknowledging, noticing, and responding when we need rest is a life skill. And recognizing that rest is part of our daily life, rest is part of this practice, right? Just like rest is part of like a musical selection, right? If you've ever played in a musical group there, there's a there's this musical concept of rest, right? If a musician is not playing Oh, a musician's not playing. It could be a phone that's playing. Who knows? <laughs> it's not called taking a break, but it's called taking rest. And there's multiple opportunities in this practice that we will come back here together as a group, but you're welcome to also do that when you need it. Come on up to hands and knees from here. Take down dog. So take a moment when you arrive, have stillness in your body. Then we're going to move. You're going to bend one knee, come back to center, then bend the other knee. Very simple movement pattern there, right? Back to center. Put it with the breath. So exhale, bend your right knee. Inhale, bring this back to center. Both knees a little soft. And then bend your left knee deeply. And breathe all the way up. Breathe in, bring it back to center. Breathe out, bend your right knee. Focus here on straightening the left leg. Back to center, breathe in. A little bent in both knees. Exhale, bend the left knee, straighten the right leg. Back to center. We're going to take one more round through. You're going to exhale, bend your right knee, straighten the left leg. This time, focus on dropping the left heel down. Back to center. A little softness in both knees. Good. And then other side. Bend the left knee, straighten the right leg as much as you can, and drop the right heel down. Come back to center, both knees a little straight. You don't need to press the feet to the floor or anything like that, but press your hands down and forward and send your hips up and back. Elongate from uh, the front paws through the tail. Right? When you see a dog do this, uh, that stretch where they're, uh, even cats do this, I think, but that spinal lengthening, that's what we're going for. 
you know, look forward to your hands, tiptoe your way up to the top of the mat and take your feet wide apart. So the feet go to the edges of the mat, wide leg forward fold. And we'll take arms wrapped around one another here or arms wedged between chest and thighs. Either way, you're going to let your head get heavy, back of the neck release. And your breath move in and out. Go back to just setting a, a rhythm. Steady metronomic breath. I'm standing up to look at what's going on. You're welcome anytime to uh, stand up, sit down, take child's pose, anything. I will move around just to uh, see what's going on. It's called due diligence on the uh, yoga anatomy. Good. Have one more breath here. Bend your knees enough that you can be still in your body. Right? Notice any fidgeting for what it is. It's avoidance. Right? And if you're trying to avoid a pose that you've chosen, is there something else that you could, could do for yourself right? to focus inward? Right? Might be taking the stance wider. Might be bending the knees more. Could be taking the arms to the legs for support. Right? But anytime you are overwhelming yourself, it is a good investigation to do. What could you do to make this more useful? And release your hands to the mat. Walk your feet together. And press the feet down and rise up to standing mountain pose. Squeeze your legs. Squeeze your arms. And narrow in at your waist. Broaden out through your collarbones. Then hands to heart center. Pause, samastiti, standing at attention, attention to your breath, to your inner environment, to what you've brought with you to this moment. Maybe you brought just what you needed for this moment. Maybe there's some extra. And when the mind notices extra and kind of classifies it as such, you can set it to the side so that you're here with what you intend to bring to this practice, to practice in this practice, to get better at through your practice. set that to a rhythm. Sun A. Inhale, reach up, mountain pose. <laughs> Exhale, we'll bow forward. And breathe in and lift halfway, flat back. And plant your hands and step back to a high push-up position. That's arms straight. And then low push-up positions, elbows bent about 90 degrees. And breathe in. To upward facing dog, you can put your knees down or keep them floating. And down dog will breathe all the way up. Good. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. We're going to breathe in, lift halfway, flat back, and breathe out, fold. Good. Really good. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Extend. Accentuate your reach. Exhale, bow forward. 
Breathe in. Lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back. High to low push up. Breathe in, upward facing duck. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Really good. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. Two more rounds. Breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Breathe out, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands. Sit back high to low push-up. Breathe in. Breathe all the way out. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Breathe out, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands. Step back, high or low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Here, when you inhale, take your right leg up and back behind you for three-legged dog. Reach. Good. When you exhale, bend your knee, draw it into your chest. Have a big step into a low lunge. If you have a couple of blocks, now is a good time to get them underneath your hands. And I'm just going to take a little back and forth with this. So straighten your front leg. You can peel your front foot up beyond the heel of the foot and then bend into the lunge. Good. Breathe in. Straighten the front leg. Pyramid pose. Breathe out. Bend into the lunge. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out to the low lunge. We're going to bring the back knee down. And inhale, reach the arms up, Anjaniasana. Here we exhale the arms down to the sides, cactus or W style. And then inhale, squeeze your shoulder blades toward one another like sliding doors on your back. When you exhale, we're going to do the opposite. Bring the elbows toward one another in front. They might touch, they might not. If they touch, pull the forearms apart. Inhale, reach up. When you exhale, right arm down, left arm's going to stay up. Then you'll reach long to the left side. You can side bend if you like. Keep your hips at center. So we're not leaning right. It's a bend of the spine. Come on back to center. Hands down to the blocks. And then the floor. Step back, down dog, or low push-up. 
to upward facing dog. Take your time, especially on those low push-ups. Down dog, breathe out. Breathe in, take your left leg up and back behind. Breathe out, full breath, knee to elbow, rock forward, step into the low lunge. Hands to the blocks, breathe in. You're going to straighten the front leg and breathe out. Bend deeply into the lunge. Tap into this rhythm. It's the same rhythm we want to keep in every movement. So much easier to do a nice long exhale here than it is in Chaturanga. But it's the same timing. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. One more round. You have plenty of time. Full breath. Steady rhythm. Meditation in motion. Bring the back knee down. And press into your feet. Reach up. And Janiyasana, full inhale. Full exhale to pull the elbows down to the sides. Now you're doing an imaginary pull up there. Then squeeze the shoulder blades together and back. Breathe in, spread your chest. And the opposite, breathe out, spread your back as you bring the elbows toward one another. Breathe in, we reach up. Anjaniasana. Breathe out, left arm's coming down. Left hand to the floor or the block. Inhale, reach long to your right side. You could side bend, but keep your hips and your weight at center. So it's not a lean. Not a V8 commercial from the 80s. And back to center, hands down. You find the blocks, put them to the side, to the floor. Step back down, dog, or that low push-up. There's a pause there. Then there's the inhale to up, dog. You find the top of the breath, the full expression. Then the down, dog. Breathe all the way out. Breath in. Feel that little pause at the top of the breath. Breath all the way out for the little pause at the bottom of the breath. Look forward, walk or lightly hop. Top of the mat. You get to halfway lift. And so in a vinyasa, in a, in a flow, you go all the way to the top of that little pause. Then change the position down to the forward fold. Get to the end of the exhale. Really find it. Then reach up to stand mountain pose. Top of your inhale, there's a little pause. It's like there's a little snapshot happening there. But exhale, bow forward. It's the same thing on the exhale. You move into it with the breath. So a little pause. You're all the way in. Then halfway lift. Same thing, you find that little pause. Plant your hands. Step back, higher low push-up. This is a tough one to find a little pause, but you do. It's that moment of stillness. An upward-facing dog. Take it to the still point. Be good to the back of your neck here. And then rack to chaturanga. Breathe out. If you left before the still point, you're probably in down dog. But we're in chaturanga. Breathe in, upward-facing dog. Breathe all the way in. Press your hands down. Pull your abdominals in this time. Back to downward-facing dog. 
all the way to child's pose. Rest your head, close your eyes, and breathe. So we're back to a rest, not a break. Steady rhythm of breath. So how's the difference between a rest and a break? Just like in a musical rest, you're keeping time. You're still breathing in that steady rhythm, in that steady flow. Your mind is not wandering to other things. You're doing this yoga pose called child's pose. You're feeling for the top and the bottom of each breath, reminding yourself of the rhythm, of the pace, of the purpose. But nobody comes here and says, I want to rush through all the poses and do as little as I can in each pose. Nobody says that. But our human creature, the one that, uh, you know, the one that gets us into uh, all our situations out in the world that bring us to a yoga mat, that creature shows up in yoga and it says, hurry, get this done. Right? That's okay. We're here to practice being in a different state of mind and body than the one that brought us here. That calm, precise, focused state that we all have. Right? That delicate being that we are. Next inhale, come on up to down dog. Take your time and really full expression, right? Why do we go to the end of each breath? To get full expression in the pose. If we're leaving poses early, we're just not finishing them. It's like leaving a party before you finish your drink. Sometimes you do need to do that, for sure. <laughs> when you've been overserved, do that. But otherwise, no. Enjoy the party. Look forward to your hands. You're going to walk or lightly hop to the top of the mat. Breathe in. Lift halfway, flat back. And breathe out. Fold all the way down. Get into the fold. Like let your chin drop. Let your head go. Feel the whole thing happen. Then when your inhale starts, rise up to stand mountain pose. I'm going to go with you so that we don't confuse right and left or so I don't confuse right and left. Eagle pose. Wrap your right arm underneath and your right leg over top. Then we're going to sit into the left leg. Be here in your breath. Steady movement of the breath with a balance of the body. The body won't be completely still. You'll feel your foot on the floor responding to the movement of the earth underneath you, which is not still. But there'll be a quietness, there'll be a stillness. There'll be a rhythm of your breath still moving, you still hear it, you still feel it. Sometimes we'll get goal-oriented and that human creature will tell us to hold the breath, to hold the pose. Don't hold your breath. In fact, don't hold the pose. Just be here, sustain it. Adapt as needed. Next inhale, you're going to unwind, reach up, 
and then left arm underneath, and left leg over top the right. Set your gaze, so you're setting your gaze at a point straight through your arms. Please be sure not to set your eyes on any other person who is trying to balance, including the teacher, who's not gonna try to balance anymore to avoid that conflict. You set your gaze, you breathe in and out. You let your body respond in its wisdom to what's going on. Eyes set to the front wall. We'll tend to look down. You don't need to. There's no reason to look away. Your eyes at your eye level, your brain and your body in balance. Keep your gaze straight ahead. I promise not to do anything interesting. Next inhale, unwind, reach up, mountain pose. When you exhale, you'll bring your hands to heart center. You set your gaze at your eye level. Go ahead right now and drop your eyes to the floor. Know what that's like. Just even notice the tone and what happens to your posture as you set your eyes down. Then stand tall, raise your gaze to your eye level. It's what we call drishti in a yoga practice. Your eyes set and soft, straight ahead. You see the periphery of your vision. You see everything that's in that field of vision, but the eyes are still. And it's challenging to keep them that way as you move your body, but that's what you're going to do. You're going to bring your right foot to left inner calf, inner thigh, inner ankle. You might go toes on the mat. Tree pose. You don't need to help your leg with your hand. You could definitely use the wall, use any support you like. Keep your gaze set and steady. Keep your breath rhythmic and steady. And take your arms any direction you want to take them. Mm-hmm. And let this unfold. You're adapting to what's going on around you and within you. Right. That is the practice of balance. Making yourself rigid is not balance. Nobody came here to be more rigid. Your eyes are set, you're breathing. You're noticing what's going on with you, with your balance, with your body, with your breath. That noticing without judgment, without agenda. Next, exhale, bring your hands to your heart, then your foot to your mat. Keep your gaze straight ahead. Keep your gaze straight ahead. This is tough. This is tough, yeah. See if you can take out any excess. See if you can take out any fidgets. There'll be like the avoidance techniques that we are all super pro at. And then there's meditation. They're standing, breathing, getting beyond whatever seems to be holding you back. Getting in front of everything that's past, everything that's over, including that last side. 
Root your right foot down. Let your left foot slide up your right leg. The leg muscles do the work. Yeah. Maintain the upper body in the upright shape. That's why we don't reach down for the foot. Maintain from foot to head. And then add arms in whatever shape makes sense for you to balance here. Good. Your eyes steady and soft. And the eyes, like the retina being part of the brain, how you set your eyes will be the mental experience. Steady, soft, strong, and open. Deep breath in and out. No, this is not easy. And it would be a lot easier if we weren't doing it for so dang long. You're right. But that thought isn't helpful. Breath in. When you breathe out, first bring your hands to your heart. It's a little game. Then the foot to the mouth. Take your time. Stand here. Plant your feet. Plant your feet. Plant your feet. Squeeze your legs. Draw your abdominals in. Stand tall. Stand tall. Right? Right. How would you stand if you wanted to project confidence, strength, calm? This is one of those act as if. Not fake it till you make it. You're not faking it. You're taking action to be confident, strong, calm. Next inhale, reach up, mountain pose. And exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. And plant your hands, step back, high or low push-up. Breathe in, upward-facing dog. And breathe out, down dog. And take your right leg up and back behind you, three-legged dog. Exhale, bend the knee, draw it into your chest. A big step on your center line. Back foot turns flat on that same center line. We're coming up to warrior two. Set your gaze to your front hand, soften the eyes. Sit deep in the front leg. Breathe here. You stay, you breathe. I'm just going to do a quick scan around. Front toes point straight ahead, and your knee points straight ahead. Good. Yeah. Your body is upright, which uh, we can end up lunging a little forward with the shoulders. See if you can get your shoulders to stack right up over your hips rather than lean forward. Good. Press your back foot down. Send your front knee forward. Nice. One more breath in. Lift the center of your chest. Good. As you exhale, you're going to softly bend the front knee. I mean, sorry, deepen into the front knee. It's not soft, is it? Then inhale, reverse. Reach up. Good. When you exhale, come back up to warrior two. 
We're going to bring the front leg almost straight, not quite, and move into triangle pose, right hand to the floor or right hand to a block. You could also go on your own shin. Uh, it's helpful to have a block, and it's helpful to uh, take the block to the outside of the foot if you want to get a little more open through the chest. Right? So if you feel a little uh, tucked in, the block on its higher side will give you some more range of motion. And you're welcome to be as, as lifted as you want to be in this. So it could go all the way to the, the end of the block if you like. Chest up, middle fingertip up toward the ceiling, straight up. Then when we exhale, extended triangle, you're going to take your top arm toward the front wall, palm down. Press your back heel into the mat, reach long through the arm. Then exhale, bend your front knee, left hand to the mat. You can step back from this low lunge to down dog or low push-up. Breathe all the way out, do that little snapshot there. Up dog, get all the way to the top of the breath. Just a little bit. Pause, then exhale, down dog. Here too, in down dog. Get all the way into it. Left leg up and back behind, three-legged dog. Reach. Then bend your knee, draw it into your chest. Rock forward, step on your center line. Back foot turns flat. You come up and around for warrior two, stacking shoulders over hips. The pose will try to pull us a little forward. You're going to go for upright. Take a moment to ensure your feet are on the same track, like you were standing on a balance beam. Heel to heel is good. And it could be helpful to take a longer stance. It doesn't seem like that, but it could be helpful uh, to the alignment. Good. Press into your feet. Front toes point straight ahead. Knee is in line with the second toe. Right? Doesn't have to get too uh, fussy there. Just toes and knee straight ahead. Good. Set your gaze forward over your front hand. Eye soft. Good. So your gaze is at your front wall. The one that's in front of your mat. Turn your head to look over your front hand. Set your gaze. Sit low with your exhale. Then inhale, reverse. The gaze will follow the hand going up or could look to the back foot. Then back to your warrior two. We're going to straighten the front leg just to a, a straight-ish scenario. Hinge at the hip. Once you've got your hand to the floor block, you can choose any degree of front knee bend or straightness that, that works for you. Little softness will never be wrong. Press your feet into the floor. Draw your heart forward. Good. Breathe here. Again, any amount of lift you want to get from a block is good. Pull your heart up and forward. Reach middle fingertip to the ceiling, spread out through your chest. Good. And top arm's going to reach for the front wall. Go palm down. As you're reaching for the front wall, press your back heel back. So right heel pressing back, middle fingertip reaching forward. Then spin the back heel up, right hand down. You're in a low lunge. You can take that to down dog or low push-up. That upward-facing dog at every moment you can out of that back bend. Stretch long. 
and then down dog, breathe all the way out. Cool. Big breath in. Open your mouth, let it go. And look through your hands, walk or hop to seated. And come down onto your back. We're gonna go for bridge again. This time you get down to the mat, arms at your sides. Go right up in the bridge and start walking your shoulder blades toward one another underneath you. Right? Yeah. Good, good, good. Stay with it. Breathe here. You're gonna set your gaze at the ceiling straight up. And uh, that seems obvious, but do check to make sure that uh, you're not looking slightly back. Right, that you're seeing just like straight above you so that the back of your neck is well aligned. Breath in. Then very slowly breath out. Unhook the hands if you got them bound. Walk the shoulder blades out and come down slowly. Pause here at the floor to take a moment to be still, to feel what's going on inside your body, right? The, the outer shell of the body is still. The inner body is full of life. We'll go up again for the bridge or plant your hands beside your ears. Come on up for wheel or badanurasana. We'll breathe here for five. Then on an exhale, slowly make your way down to your body kanasana, which is soles of the feet together, knees out to the side like butterfly. And now bring hands to your center line, one to your heart center, one to your navel. Feel your breath move in and out. One more breath here, in through your nose, out through your mouth. We'll bring knees together and cross the right ankle to the outside of the left thigh. Cool. This may be enough. If you're already feeling a stretch here and you want to stay for sure, stay here. You could also pick up the left leg and draw the thigh in toward you. You can thread the needle here, catch the hamstring, or any other arm variation you want to take. Again, check in with the back of your neck. Check in with your gaze. Have it straight up toward the ceiling. If that's uh, not possible, if you keep ending up with kind of a, a chin towards the ceiling alignment, place a block underneath your head so that the neck can be long and free. Breath in and out. Steady rhythm.
Next exhale, you're gonna unhook the right leg, right foot to the floor. We're gonna extend the left leg straight up into a hamstring stretch. And you can catch behind your hamstring. You can catch behind the calf. Either way, you're gonna straighten the leg as much as you can. So hold the leg in a place that allows you as much straightness as you can get from the leg. Bring it just enough toward you that you can keep it that straight. Right. And uh, we want, uh, in this particular stretch, for the leg to stay as straight as possible, even if it means not coming in quite as far. We did a lot of those folds earlier where we got chest into thighs. And usually there the knees are a little bent. Here, you can go a little further away and get that full range of motion at the knee. Right. It's a little more supported here, actually a lot more supported here. Then we're gonna bring the left foot to the outside of the right thigh. And same idea here. You could stay if that's enough for this side. You can bring legs in toward you and take the hands into any variation that helps support this. Could be catching the hamstring, could be catching uh, heel and thigh. Any variation that appeals to you here, breathe steady and stay with it. If it helps you to close your eyes, do that. Let that help you soften your facial muscles. The skin of your face soften as the muscles let go. Let your jaw soften, tongue soften, throat relaxes, shoulder blades heavy to the floor. And then on your next inhale, unwind the left leg and straighten the right. And again, you're just going to catch somewhere that allows you to straighten your knee as much as possible. And uh, you don't need to force that if your knee does not go straight. Totally fine. If your knee can straighten all the way, like just as a, like, as a human being, if, if your knee uh, can get to straight, Get it to straight and squeeze tight. Keep whatever range of motion you can get with that straightness. For some of us, like the way we're put together, our knees just never actually do straighten all the way out in a 180-degree line. That's totally fine, right? just as much as you can straighten. For some of us, our knee will straighten, but it's going to take a lot of effort. Uh, do that effort. And just say, we just kind of know the difference, right? When you're efforting at full capacity, but something's still not happening, don't force it. If there's, there's more capacity to, to work without struggle, like this is only a short time. It's only a tiny portion of your life. Be in it, be fully engaged. So that you get out of this what it is you want to be here for. Then let the legs soften. Let the come down to the mat and uh, just pause with two feet on the floor. Spread your toes out. Have a moment. 
and let your legs slide out towards Shavasana, so back where we started. Take a moment laying yourself out here. Give yourself the benefit of stillness in a neutral posture to notice what's going on. Before your brain makes any choices, you've listened to your body. Then if there's any finishing posture, stretch, mobilizer that you need to be comfortable, take that. If there's any variation on Shavasana that you like better than the traditional, uh, feel free to do that. If, if your low back is a uh, sticky wicket, and then mine tends to be. No shade on that, but you might want to bring the soles of your feet together, knees, or soles of your feet to the mat and knees together in constructive rest. You might want to prop the knees with some blocks. If your neck tends to be a uh, delicate creature, you may want a blanket or a block under your head. Just take a few moments to know what would help you feel at ease. Not what you should do, because should is just not part of this thing that we're doing. Not what's better or worse, because there's only what is making your practice of total release possible. If what you're doing is making it possible for you to be here, and let go, then it's the right thing. Letting go is a relaxation. It is an opportunity for our practice to land. And in the yoga practice of Shavasana, of corpse pose, it is an opportunity to remember the goodness of being alive. And the fact that each of us is mortal. That we have been granted this day. And how we choose to use our time, our energy, our intelligence. It matters. When you're ready to move again, start by deepening the movement of your breath. Let your mind's capacity for visualization take your breath out through your arms and your legs until it's as if your breath finds your hands and feet and spreads your fingers and toes. 
Roll to your right side and curl in. Take a moment in this liminal state, child dreaming pose. And then make your way up to seated. Take any comfortable seated posture. Arrange yourself well so that you can breathe. Let your eyes be gently closed. You could set your gaze to a space in front of you if that's more comfortable. We'll draw our hands together at heart center. Bow your head and let your gaze come to your fingertips. We have a moment of acknowledgement. We raise thumbs to forehead center and allow the arms to help the head lift to the top of the spine. Spread out through the front body and soften to the back body. We have a moment here of appreciation. That was great, y'all. Thank you for being here. Namaste. Awesome. Well done. Super. Thanks for being here. Good work. Have an excellent evening. Hydration is a good idea. Well done. See you guys. Have a great night out there. You guys hydrate too. See you soon.